Okay, amazing. So let's begin. So incredible to be able to sit with you, to be able to learn with you, to be able to delve into the, uh, the inner dimension of Parashas B'Shalach, or one element of Parashas B'Shalach, the, the, uh, the, the conversation of the Mayim HaMarim, the bitter waters when Am Yisrael came to this place of Mara, and were unable to, um, were unable to drink the water, and they complained that the water was bitter. And Moshe Rabbeinu takes the eights, Moshe Rabbeinu takes this tree, obviously it's connected to, um, to, to Tu Bishvat, where right now in Eretz Yisrael at least, it's already Tu Bishvat, this wondrous, mysterious Chag, this unbelievable time of renewal, rejuvenation, to give ourselves that blessing of a, of a, of a, of a new start, of a new beginning. But Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to take this eight and to throw it into the water, and the water becomes sweet. This is a very mysterious sugya, a very mysterious portion of the Torah. The whole entire Bishalach is packed, packed, packed. Some of the svarim that, uh, that comment on the whole entirety of the, of the Torah, Ketosha. When it comes to Parshas Bishalach, Shir Sayyam, for example, look in Kedusha Slevi. He has pages and pages and pages and pages, never ending of an explanation of Az Yashir, just of those words, Az Yashir, but certainly the rest of that song. And the whole parsha, all of the different elements, B'Shalach is a, is a, is a packed parsha. Be'ezer Hashem, I'm so excited that we have decades to learn together, Be'ezer Hashem, and, um, and that I can learn from you and that we can learn from each other to, uh, to continue to delve deeper into our holy Torah that's so relevant, that's so eternal, that has something to say to you and me today. What a, what a privilege, what a schus, how exciting. Okay, so we're going to delve into this part of the um, of the parsha through the prism of a teaching from the Dago Machne Ephraim's Chusiyagunaleinu, the uh, the grandson of the Balshem Hakadosh. I'm just going to share my screen, and we'll begin. Okay. Okay, so I hope that the Hever can see. Nobody has their video on, so I assume that it's fine. And let's jump in. There's a lot to do, and we need a lot of Siyat HaDashmai, as always. And that's, uh, that's all we ask for, and that's all we need. Okay, so let's jump in. Siyat HaDashmai, to the Degamach and Ephraim, on Parshas B'Shalach, on these Psukim, or they weren't able to drink the words, the, 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 the water, rather. By Hashem eats, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu instructs them or instructs Moshe Rabbeinu, rather, to take an eitz that we discussed, this bitter, ultimately bitter eitz, this bitter tree, that the bitterness sweetens the bitterness, that's also a very deep thing, and to throw that into the water. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu continues, and Moshe Rabbeinu delivers this message, of him Tishma, if you listen to everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was commanding you by Mara, we received commandment, Shabbos was established by Mara, and the, and, 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 and the, uh, the Chayk of Paraduma, and others, Im Shamoya Tishma, so then we're going to be Zoichet to all of the blessings. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu says all of the machla, all of the sicknesses and the illness that was cast upon Mitzrayim will be removed from you. Ani Hashem Reifecha. Kaddish Baruch Hu says these miraculous, wonderful, sweet, and beautiful words of I am Hashem, your doctor. And we, when we have that, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is our doctor. And then the Kaddish Baruch Hu at will can heal any sickness that he himself created. And that when he doesn't heal, it's clear to us. Even though from our standpoint, we have to do a shtadlos. And there are people, Rahman al-Islam, throughout Am Yisrael and throughout the world at large, that are lying on their, on their, on their deathbeds, on their sickbeds. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu has a plan. From our perspective, we need a daven. And that our tefillah can change everything because when we daven, it's not getting a second opinion from another doctor. It means to say that we're going straight to the source of Ani Hashem Reifecha, the master of the world, who's the doctor with the, with the capital D, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is able to heal everything and change everything. And when he doesn't, it's kol ma'da'avrachmanaz letav avid. And everybody should have a refuah shalema and live long and happy and healthy. All the people on this call and all of Am Yisrael and, uh, and the entirety of creation, we should be merit, we should merit to that time period of of tapping into the nitzchias of life to be able to really live uh, eternally forever but in this Pasuk Hashem says I am Hashem the one who heals you 
Hanani Hashem Bazeh says the Degamach and Ephraim's Chusya Gnaleinu, which to my knowledge is one of the only tzaddikim that uses this Lashon all the time. Not, not in every piece, but in many of the pieces, especially a glorious piece, like we're going to learn an unbelievable teaching. So he begins always by acknowledging this, that the teaching that he's writing is Hanani Hashem Bazeh Berachmav, Uberayv Chasada, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu blessed me and graced me with this teaching, that it's not my own uh, understanding, but it's rather a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem allowed me to understand something super deep, Hever, this is so deep and it's so beautiful. And like the teaching that we learned last week, this is one of those teachings that it encompasses everything. It's a whole Yiddishkeit in one teaching. It's so, so amazing. I want a privilege to be able to learn it with you. Aderach Remes. To understand Aderach Remes, to be able to understand in the manner of illusion, a deeper level of understanding, the inner dimension. But before we get into the actual understanding of this episode of the, of the Mayim Hamarim, of those bitter waters, at Mara, at that place that's called bitterness because of the water that was impossible to drink, until Moshe Rabbeinu fixed this water with this eights that, Baruch Hu, that, that, that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to throw in. We need to first understand this Maimrazal Kol Ha'isik Batar Lishma, that anybody that is Osik, anybody that's involved in the Limud of Torah and Torah study, Lishma, with everything that that word implies, there are so many different connotations to Lishma, Lishem Hashem, Lishem Hashchina, for the Torah's sake, for the sake of our Dvekas, of our relationship with Hashem which was the predominant view in the Hasidic works, is Lishma means for the sake of a dveikos, for the sake of a connection, for the sake of building a relationship with the master of the world. Zoycha says the Mishnah Ladvarim Harbe. Such a person is going to merit Dvarim Harbe many, many things. But what are the many things that a person who is Osek and Torah Lishma Zoycha to? Chazal already, already tell us, and I spoke about this Tuesday night in the Sichas Ran series, Chazal already told us, Based on the Pasuk, and Chazal tell us what does it mean Yemin and what does it mean Smal. It means that those who are on the right are those that are learning Torah Lishma. Those that are on the small on the left are those that are learning Torah Shaloy Lishma. Those that are learning Torah Lishma have have long life. And it doesn't just mean that they'll live a very long time, which we see. We're able to see how our Gadolim in the past couple of generations lived phenomenally long lives. The Skalenareva. And, and, and obviously, you know, on the Litvish side, or Eliyash and Rechaim Kanievsky, but the Mechaim Lechaim, you know, Shlita, and, 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 they, and they've lived mamish in this world, that experience of Eirich Yamim, Biamina, the Bechina of Eirich Yamim. But also, Bismoyla Eishir Bechavi, those that are on the left side, those that are learning Tarsha Loilishma, are Zochat to wealth and to grandeur. Mm-hmm. And says, the, says Chazal, what does it mean? Say Chazal, what does it mean that those on the right have Eirich Yamim and those on the left have. have how does that make sense, right? That those on the right will only have Arich Yavim and not and not uh, and and not Oishir Bechavid. Say Chazal Kol Shekain Oishir Bechavid. Certainly, those that are on the right will have both Arich Yamim and Oishir Bechavid on a simple level. Zeichel the Devarim Harbi. There are so many blessings that come from a person rooting himself in Torah, and it doesn't just mean to sit in front of a sefer, but it means that all of life, everything that we encounter, every circumstance, every situation, like we'll learn, we're able to perceive the Torah in that, and that's what a tzaddik is: is that the whole all of life is Torah, and all of life is one gigantic opportunity to be able to encounter our Kaddish Baruch Hu and to further build that relationship with Him. That's on a simple level. Zoich Nadvarim Harbe says the Degel something amazing. He says, Chazal are hinting to us something incredible. Shemevi Zakus Ubihirus Afilu Babankam Imki Aklipa Shibachinas Harbe. Besoid Kalamoisiv Gareya. He says, This concept of Harbe of a lot of things, is something that is intensely this-worldly, intensely rooted in Olam Hazeh. Because in the Olam Emes, in that world of Emes, why do we call it the Olam Emes? What is the concept of Emes? I spoke about this Sukkot time, based on Rabbi Nachman's teaching in, in, in the Kutumran Taratzadi Aleph, that Emes means singular. Emes doesn't just mean that something is true, but the essence of truth means that it is only this way and not any other option. Sheker is multiplicity. 
Sheker is harbe. It's many, 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 many different routes and many different ways of, 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 uh, of, of approaching something. When a person wants to lie about a book or about a safer, that he have a safer over here and a person wants to, wants to lie, he could say it's a thousand things. He could lie in a thousand different ways. He could say it's a table. He could say it's a chair. It's water. It's a, it's a house. He could say a million things if he wanted to lie about what it was. But if he wants to tell the truth, there's only one thing he could say is that it's a safer. Because right now it's only a safer in its current form, it's nothing else. Truth is singular. And the Olama MS is the world of singularity, is the world of Achtos of the Kaddish Baruch, who is wrapped up into Hashem's Echad Yachanim Yuchad, where all there is is the option of choosing a relationship with Hashem. There's no other option, there's nothing else. There's no sheker of being able to lie about that and to be able to say that there's no God or to be able to live in such a way where a person makes a decision based on this momentary Yitzhahara and this momentary Kfira to believe that. There's an option of choosing something outside of God, which is only in this world of sheker. What does sheker mean? Multiplicity. Harbe, this concept of harbe of a lot, is something that is specific to this world. And that's why, without getting into it now, but that's the whole sort of the goyrel. Why the whole thing of Purim is coming through Haman's goyrel. How the whole thing comes through this raffle. Because a goyrel also, in order to make a raffle, in order to make a lottery, that depends on the premise of Dvarim Harbe. That there are many things to choose from. And that is hinting to us this concept that the nace of Purim happened besoch teva. And that that's hinted to us as a Gedusha Slevi, others, others, that that happens in the realm of goyrel, in the realm of a lottery, which is predicated on the concept of Dvarim Harbe that I can choose one from many. In the world of singularity, there's no, there's no lotteries, right? Because a lottery means that I draw a lot, that I draw one from all of the others that I don't draw. And this person is the winner. That's only Shaykh and Olam Azeh. In Olam Emes, everybody's a winner or nobody's a winner, but there's, but there's only one truth. There's no, there's no specificity. There's no multiplicity. There's no disparity between one and another. And that's why Purim, that's a nes besoch teva, that the name Elohim is not mentioned once in the whole Haggadah, in the whole Haggadah, in the whole, in the whole, in the Haggadah, it's the opposite. Moshe Rebbe is not mentioned in the Haggadah, but that's a separate thing. But in the whole entire uh, Megillah, Agadosh Baruch Hu's name is not mentioned, it's a nes besoch teva. And that's why the nes comes through a goyrel because goyrel and a lottery that concept of drawing lots is something that's specific to this world, Besoch Teva, Akopanim. The concept of Harbe is a this worldly, lowly experience of being able to live in an Olam sheker when there is different things, when there's different options, when there's multiplicity, when there appears to be many things that are not connected to the oneness or subsumed within a Kaddish Baruch Hu's goodness and holiness, where it seems to be good and evil. That's already this worldly, where there could be good and there could be evil. There could be Baruch HaToyvah, Hametav, and something positive, and another Bracha, Baruch Dayana Emes and something negative. Whereas in the Olama Emes, when Mashiach comes and it's going to be that, that world of Ayyemahu Yashem Echad, Ushmai Echad, on everything we're going to say, because over there there's no other option where everything is going to be clear to us that it's, that it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goodness and we're going to experience it, not just on the level of Amuna, but it's going to be clear to us. We'll see the other side of the tapestry where all of those unseemly threads that we were looking at from the wrong side, we're going to see how it made this beautiful, beautiful picture and this beautiful portrait and, 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 and tapestry. Harbe is this world. Says the Degel, you know what it means? Ha'oisik batari l'shma zoichin dvarim harbe? So of course, on a simple level, it means that a person who learns Tara Lishma is Zaychat Ha'ishavachavayd, he's Zaychat Ha'arachiyamim, he's Zaychat to so many brachas. Of course. But the word Zaychat could mean to merit too, but it could also mean to cleanse or to clarify. Melashin Zach, like Shem and Zayah Zach, right? Pure oil. Pure. Says the Degel. A person that learns Tara Lishma, Zaychin, he's able to purify Dvarim Harbe. Even the world of Sheker, even the world where there's so many different things that we could choose, when there's so many different options and choices, and it's up to our own Bechira, and that Sadiq that's connected to Tara Lishma, which Tara comes from that place, we're going to learn, Tara comes from that place of Chachma'ilah, Tara comes from that place of, 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 of unification, of oneness, of Ayraisa V'Kutchabrichu Chad, that world of Echad, Sumamela Zoichan Dvarim Harbe. No matter what he's looking at in this olam of sheker, when there's hot and cold and summers and winters and days and nights and good and bad and Republicans and Democrats, v'chulei v'chulei, all of the different splits among all of the different aspects and facets of this worldly being and this worldly experience, zoichin l'dvarim harbe. 
He cleanses all of that. He realizes that Hashem's will is permeating everything and that he's connected to what the Ratzon Hashem is. That's the MS. And he doesn't live in such a way where he lives within a lottery. It's Batal the Bechira because he realizes that all there is is Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad. Even in this world. And that's what he's saying over here. He purifies, clarifies. Even in that lowly place of the Klippas like we talked about. That's always, always Lush and Rabin, the Klippas, the many Klippas, because it's in this world of Harbe, in this world of Goyrel, in this world of Teva, in this world of Sheker. He cleanses that all. And this is the secret understanding of what Chazal tell us, whoever adds on Gareya takes away. If you try to take too much, you try to do too much, it's going to take away. Ultimately, it's going to be less in quality than it is in quantity. Because Hashem, a lot of Chavar already receiving their books and some of you are reaching out to me about how you're, how you're enjoying it and what you're learning and sharing your thoughts. And so over there, we speak a lot about the, the, uh, the, the dichotomy between quality and quantity. So on a simple level, Chazal are telling us, if you're going to try to add too much quantitatively, so then the quality is going to be lacking. Says the, says the Degel, on the level of Sod, we're able to understand that any realm in which there's the possibility of adding, that there should be one, but not in the way of Yachid, where it's unique, that there's no numbers afterwards. It's just not that there's one, that Hashem is one in the sense that He's one and there's a two after that. No. In this world, we say one, but there's two, three, four because there's the option to be Mosif. Says the Gemara, Kala Mosif. Anytime that you're going to be in this realm of Mosif, of the possibility of adding Gareya. Ultimately, that realm is a realm that's Garua. That's a realm that's lowly. That's the realm of Sheker. That's the realm of multiplicity, of disparity, of the option of choosing many things. Shumitzara Klipa, that comes from that place of the Klipa and that realm of all the negative forces in this world that are ultimately forces of Sheker trying to convince us in this illusion that there could possibly be other ways of living that are outside of the Ratzon Hashem, that are separated from our innermost desire to serve a Kodesh Baruch. These sadikim that are learning Torah l'shma, zoichin, they cleanse l'dvarim harbe, that realm of harbe, they cleanse that. They cleanse that. That even in that place, even in that place of the klipa, they draw down that light that gives them that clarity that they don't even see another option. But they live their lives in connection to that world of echad, yachad, and yuchad. And when things are going good for them, whether things are going negatively for them, they already live in that place of on both good and both negative. Not even with a different bracha. They live in that consciousness, the olam ha'abadika consciousness. So this world is already not concealing a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but it's the biggest revelation of him that Kaddish Baruch Hu is speaking to us in everything 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 we had a quote I think it was yesterday's quote or two days ago I think it was yesterday's quote from the Maranayim that taste that a person tastes in food that's alukus that's a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so to speak it's an amazing thing and this is the way the Tzadikim lived this is the way the Tzadikim lived Al Yidei they're able to nullify all of that realm of Sheker that's an illusion. They nullify that. They jump over that whole treacherous experience of living in the Alma de Shikra and they only see the Alma of Emes. They already experience that now. And they illuminate that realm with the light of Chachma. We did that. That darkness. They illuminate that. And this we're able to understand. This that Chazal tell us. Amazing, amazing, amazing teaching. Chazal tell us that Betzalel, even on a simple level, this is a Gevalt, that Betzalel knew how to permeate the letters with which the world was created. That Sefer Yetzira, right, which is Meyuchas to Avram Avinu, it's one of the oldest, oldest, oldest Kabbalistic texts that was passed down from Avram to Yaakov and so on, down through the generations that we have today still. Amazing, amazing thing. And that from that Sefer Yetzira, that's how that's how uh, 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 Rashi tells us that Rabba Bara Gavra, Rabba created a man using Sefer Yetzira, Rashi tells us in that Kamara. And also over here, 
The Gemara, that Rashi tells us that he knew how to be mitzar of these letters in the way in which Sefer Yitzira describes the different connections, the different permutations of taking letters and swapping them and putting them together with other letters and knowing how with this Chachma to be able to bring these spiritual kalim of letters of Hebrew Oseos down into the Olam Agashmi to, to be able to create something using those letters with which HaKadosh Baruch who created the world. But Salom knew this Chachma on a simple level. Says the, says the Degel, there's a deeper understanding of this also. That the word litzareif could mean to combine, to permutate, right? Tziruf, to be able to put two things together. But it could also mean, Milashen, he's going to bring a Pasuk, Kitzraf Kesef. This word litzareif can also mean to cleanse. Kitzraf Kesef, like they would, like they would, uh, uh, um, uh, the word is slipping my mind right now, but that, that word in particular to this malacha of, of scouring, right? Of cleansing in this way to be able to get rid of any impurification or blemish within the silver. That's also litzareif. And so says the Hilgadegel, the etzrev, the etzrev kabar sigayich, like the Pasik says, sigayich, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that I will cleanse like bar, like, like, a, like, like, a, like something also that's very, very a cleansing, like a soap, right? Sigayich, all of those blemishes and all of those dregs and all of that lower level of, of impurification. It's a limer. And with this understanding of the word litzarif means, not only to permutate, but to cleanse, we can understand. Not that Betzalah knew how to put the letters together. That, of course, he knew. But he understood how to cleanse, how to cleanse the letters. Like a person goes into a dirty pitch and he takes out <clears throat> he takes out gold or he takes out some precious metal that he finds deep down into a pit and he has to scrub it, he has to scour it, he has to cleanse it in order to get rid of all of the impurities and all of the dirt and all of the mud. But Salah looked around the world and he looked in every physical thing. Every physical thing in creation is founded upon the spiritual letters with which that thing is called in Hebrew. We spoke about this in the past. The Balatanya, it's very kedai to see in Shaykh Ba'amun, at least the first two prakim. It's very, very important to be able to see what the Balatanya says over there. But the Balatanya describes that if you have a stone that's in Evan, it's not simply called an Evan in the way that in English a stone is called a stone but it could also have been called a water bottle and it could also have been called a guitar right there's nothing essential about this word stone and the thing that it represents but in Hebrew it's not that way in Hebrew in Lashon HaKodesh when we refer to a stone as an Evan these letters Aleph, Beis, Nun are the essence the spiritual essence and life force of this thing that is a stone that we see in front of us and it's like that for everything Shamayim it's not Stam Shamayim why is it called Shamayim? Sham Mayim, Eishan Mayim, all of these different sodas, when we look up at Shamayim, we don't see just a heaven. We see Mamish, a, a blanket of these, of these, you know, in, in a, on a molecular level of this word, Shamayim, these four letters, Shin, Mem, Yud, Mem. That's the essence of Shamayim that we see. And so B'Tzalel knew how to look throughout creation and to cleanse these letters by saying, I'm not going to look at the Gashmias. I'm not going to look at the physical counterpart, which is going to give me the illusory and false impression that there's multiplicity and that there's disparity in the world and that there's separateness. Because on a Gashmiistic level, you and I are separate from one another here. I'm sitting in my house. You're all sitting in your places, wherever you are, around the world, right? In different places. And we're separate. That's Begashmias. But Baruchnias, we're Mamash one at our source. Baruchnias, there's nothing more unified than Jewish souls that are wrapped up into one collective soul and etched out of the Kisiyah covet upon which HaKadosh Baruch Hu sits, that unification, that, that dwelling place that's also connected to this week's parasha. Of, uh, of Kriyas Yamsuf was Hashem's Kisei, Nachan Kisachem, Me'oz, the Medrash says, Me'oz Yashir. But there's nothing more unified. In the spiritual realm, everything is one. Depends how far back you go in the spiritual realm. Asiya, to Yetzirah, to Bria, to Atzilas, Adam Katman, all the way, all the way back up until everything is rooted in the Aryan Sof and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinite light. And so Betzalel knew how to cleanse these letters to look at a stone and he didn't cleanse the stone, right? That would also be beautiful to be able to look at the stone and say, ah, I see that there's a lukus in there. No, but he, he viewed the essence as that there's no stone. The stone is just a distraction. All there is is the letters, is the ruchniistic letters. And the mela, zoichin ledvarim harbe. All of that gashmias separateness that Betzalel saw, he cleansed all of those letters from the gashmias. He got rid of it. He penetrated to the core 
And at that core, he realized that all of the letters are drawing spiritual life force from the very same unified place, and everything is one. And that's how he's learning this. That Petzalel was able to be Metzarif, to be able to purify these letters. Or like we explain. And with this we can explain another. That Chazal tells us. And this is a big cloud that a person zocha to do things for other people, a person that zocha to be involved in helping other people in any way. Begashmi's baruchnis makes no difference. Chazal tell us that a kaddish baruch is megalgal in schus. If a kaddish baruch wants to bring goodness into the world, it's aydei zakai. A kaddish baruch chooses one who is fitting to bring this this to the world. Megalgal in schus aydei zakai. So it's a wonderful thing if we involve ourselves in chesed. Then it meila means right through our own bechira. That means that that we can retrospectively see ah. Was good all along because it was the goodness that brought us to that place of wanting to do the chesed. Memela, after we're doing chesed, right? So that's a great way to bring ourselves to do a chesed. Memela, you'll see that you're that you're zakai because Chazal tell us is only zakai. So it's a good thing to keep in mind. Each and every one of us, and all of us are if we're in a family setting, which all of us hopefully are in some sense, if we're in a communal setting, there's memela going to be throughout our daily lives. We don't even realize how much chesed said we're doing and, 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 and how zakai we are, each and every one of us, only, how pure we are at that core, at that, at, that, at that source. But what's the deeper meaning of this? So he says, I want to explain this through the explanation of understanding this concept. Of that which I've already explained, this that it says about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that God's right hand is extended to receive and to accept those that are coming back. What does this mean? A Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't have a hand. Lays dimyon, right? There's, there's no, there's no dimyon for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's no tzelem. There's no, there's no physical or even, even on a muscle. What does this mean? That Hakadosh Baruch Hu's hand is stretched out to receive those that are returning. What does this mean? to explain this how can we understand such a thing by Hashem this concept of yimin of a right hand what does this mean but he says an amazing thing a deep thing a real thing that we're experiencing right now this expression of your hand is stretched out to receive penitent sinners, those that are coming back to return. The Bali Tshuva, which I bless all of us to be all the time, it's Bali Tshuva, more and more and more, deeper and deeper, higher and higher, more and more essential at each and every moment. What does this mean? He says that Akarish Baruch Hu's Chesed that he sends into this world inspiration that Akarish Baruch Hu wanted to give us merit. Am Yisrael, his precious Jewish nation, who showed Leach or Kadosh. So you know what Akarish Baruch Hu does? He sends down our Kadosh, a lofty spiritual, a holy light. Nishama Kadosh. Akarish Baruch Hu sends down a beautiful, precious, holy soul into this world. That comes from Akarish Baruch Hu's essence, Lola Mazeh, into this world. This is talking about, he's going to say in the next line, the Tzaddik whose words we're learning from right now, and all of whose words are giving us this ability to do tshuva in the first place, to chart a path. Everybody says, you know, what, what do we need tzaddikim for? What do we need? The tzaddik is an intermediary. I don't need an intermediary. I can connect to Hashem on his own. I mean, this is the parish of Aminu both Hashem Avda. We see explicitly in the Pasuk that there's a concept of Amunas Hashem and Amunas HaTzadik. There's a concept of believing in the tzaddikim also, but that the tzaddikim chart a course, right? It's like the basics, basic, without which the whole entire Torah is going to be very, very, very difficult to, to, uh, to actualize without the advice of the tzaddikim that they're giving us the tools to be able then to go in, you know, to the feast and we have a fork and we have a knife and we're able to eat bichlal. Of course the Torah is there and of course we engage with it on our own and we can't rely on the tzaddik for anything, right? In Breslov, certainly not. Rabbi Nach was very strong on this, that you have to do, the, the, the toil has to be yours and, you know, you can't rely on me to be able to fix you up. It's your yigiyah, it's your toil and through that you can become yourself tzaddik 
tzaddikim k'mayni mamish, you can become tzaddikim like me, said Rabbi Nachman, on a very lofty level, but the tzaddikim give us the tools and then, and then we can go into the feast and we can eat, right? And so Hashem sends down this holy, holy neshama into the world, that through that, Am Yisrael are able to be brought back to Mitzhu Bilavizbarah. And this is Pshat on the Pasuk. Yemin Pshuta. What is this Yemin? Yemin is always associated with Chesed. What is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Yemin, his Chesed, that is Pshuta Likavel Shavim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu extends in order to bring those that are far close to him? Says the Heil Gedegamachin Ephraim. Hainu Ar Chazdai Shehuat Sadik. This reference to a Yemin Chashem Pshuta, what is that? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hand is outstretched? That's the Tzadik. That a Kaddish Baruch who sends down to this world. That is what the Yemin Hashem Pshuta the Kabul Shavim is. That Hashem gives us Tzadikim. And how sad it would be if a Kaddish Baruch who took our generation and said, Hever, I'm giving you tools that you can use to engage in the Torah in such a healthy, balanced, normal, Yishavadas, wonderful way. To be able to bring it to settle into your relationships with your wife and, and, and with your husband and with your children and with your whole family and communally. To be able to be a balanced, healthy person. To be able to live the Torah, not in a way of extremism, but in a way of balance, that at every moment in life, we're able to bring ourselves to the center point that if I'm down, I could find infinite, infinite chizik. And if I'm up, I could find infinite mustard to keep me going, keep me going. And we would ignore that. How devastating would that be? And in a certain way, without saying anything bad, but in a certain way, that's what's been happening. Zedekadosh Baruch who gifted us with these tzaddikim, what anybody's going to explain on a rational level that the Magad Mizrit should have had in his base medrash at that place, at that time, neshamas that were, each one of which would have come down to the world in any generation, would have been a gadol among gadolim. The Noemel and Malach, the Kedusha slave, the Kajan Tzar Magad, the Chazim Lublin, the Rebbe of Malach, the Rebbe of Zusha, we said the Rebbe of Malach, the Rebbe of Zusha, Rebbe Asher of Stalin, of Avram Kalisker, the Balatanya, the Chule, the Chule, the Chule, in one base metric at one time, Hakadosh Baruch Hu was Yemincha Hashem Pshuta LeKabel Shavim. Hashem was giving us that Refuah before the Makkah, and instead we look all around in every other place for a Refuah, and we can't understand why we're not finding it when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave it to us, and it's literally sitting in front of our eyes. But for some reason or another, my Satan is that Am Yisrael is not waking up to it. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. But this is Yemin Chapshut of the Kabbal Shavim. This is the Yemin. This is Hashem's Chesed to bring us back this final generation to be able to give us that Chizik to hold on to Emuna, to hold on to Tefillah, to hold on to Yerushalayim, to hold on to a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to hold on to the Shira Shirim that when everything else is falling apart, but all there is, I know at the end of the day, that even when we're in a fight, but at the end of the day, I'm realizing that I stood under the chuppah with you, with your essence, and that my essence is bound with yours, so that even though everything else is, 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 is falling away, and even though there's corona, and schools are shutting, yeshivas are closed, and our, sh- and our shuls are, 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 are boarded up, and we're not able to live in a systematic, institutional way, but our relationship with Hashem is there, it's so, it's so close, and it's so, it's so real. And that's the refua. That's before the Makkah. So let's open our hearts to it. That's Yimin Hashem Pshuta Lekawal Shavim. That a Kodesh Baruch Hu sent these souls into the world to bring us back. That through this tzaddik men are going to return to our Father in heaven. Because the tzaddik is giving us tools. He's giving us das. Das is always a mixture between chesed and gvura. Das is the mixture of chachma, bina, and das. Chachma is the right side. Bina is the left side. It takes in like a womb, the feminine aspect, to be able to hold back, not to be mashpia, but to to take in and to develop something more perfect. That's das. Das is always a balance. And this is what the tzaddikim are giving us, is das. That la'asid lavi, the Pasik says about the coming of Mashiach, not chachma, to be able to become so wise with the wisdom of Hashem. And not umala aretz bina, 
to be able to have Havana of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But umala aritz deya ladas es Hashem. That this light that the tzaddikim are giving us in their teachings is the light of das, is the light of balance, is the light of, of not extremism, of bringing it to the center point to be able to be broad-minded, is the light of emes that sits at the center, Yaakov of Inutite and emes le Yaakov. Yaakov is Tiferes. Tiferes is in the Midos, what das is in the moichin, in the intellectual, in, in, in the intellectual level, right? So if, if das is the mixture of the right and the left in the cognitive powers, so then tiferes is the mixture of chesed and gvur in the emotional powers. And that place is called emes, titin emes li Yaakov. That's the sphere of tiferes that Yaakov Avinu is connected to, Yisrael Ashebrecha Esper, tiferes is Yaakov. And that's the aspect of emes, of aleph, mem, tough, the whole entire aleph base. Yaakov Avinu is called it goes from side to side, it takes in everything and it makes a balance of it so that in every aspect of your lives, when things are going good and when things are going bad, we're able to be mechaya ourselves. This is the das of the tzaddik and this is the das of Mashiach that's coming into the world before the actual orb of the sun of Mashiach peaks above the horizon but the light of Mashiach is already in the world and this is Hasidus. And in accordance with what the tzaddikim are telling us, that from the time that the Vashemtev came into the world, it was already, it was already the beginning. It was the, we, we could start to be able to hear the birds chirping before dawn, even before dawn, that the morning is coming. And that slowly but surely, it's a process described in the Medrash Tehillim of Kim'a, Kim'a. Slowly but surely, the sky gets brighter and brighter. And then Mashiach comes to finish the process. What is that messianic light? What is that messianic understanding? And the answer is umala arez deya ladas es Hashem. The balanced understanding of ultimate musr, ultimate chizuk, not just taking one element of Torah and leaving everything else behind, but to see every aspect of Torah as equally important as a means toward the end of our relationship with Hashem. That is the das of the tzaddik. That is the das of these tzaddikim. That this is what that what the tzaddik is giving to us. And that's what he uses this word das. So we hear us ar hachachma v'zeomagalgalin schu. Al Zakai. What does this mean? Says 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 the Dagal. It's the same thing. It doesn't just mean that a person who merits other people, right, or does chesed with other people, is zakai in and of himself. But it means over here, zuchus. We're talking about means to cleanse. And so megalgalin zuchus says the master of the world. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to bring cleansing into the world, intellectual cleansing, emotional cleansing, health. And like we spoke about before, like it's not just to permutate, to combine, but means to cleanse. And like we learned all the way back in the beginning, to cleanse the world of Harbe, the world of Gaira, the world of Teva, of multiplicity, of disparity. So the here too, Megalgalin Zuchus, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings cleansing into the world. We skipped a little bit. Or he doesn't finish off, but he says, Ah, that we skipped. Through the tzaddik. That the zachus, the cleansing, that the tzaddik is taking everything in this world and bringing it up to be able to allow us, his talmidim and his disciples, to be able to see everything in the prism or in relation to that world of oneness, of unity, to be able to sense HaKadosh Baruch Hu throughout every single aspect of our lives, both the good and the bad, both the ups and the downs like we were discussing. This is Megalgal and Zuchus, through the tzaddik. That the way to be able to live a life of clarity, not just of merit, it also means merit, but of clarity is Ayyadeh Zakai. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Yimin Chapshuta Lekabal Shavim, that Hashem's right hand, that expression of Hashem's Chesed, is the Tzaddik. Now says the Heli Gedegel, 
Right, so let's finish this off. Even to the lowliest level. Says the Hilgit Sadiq, What is the Tzadik's strength? What is the Tzadik's energy? Where does he get this ability? Where does he get this capacity? He says, let's, let's take a step back. Hello, you do us known. This is so deep, It's so unbelievable. It mamish in Hasidus, you could say Dayenu on every single piece. If only Hashem would send into this world this piece from Dagamach and Ephraim, it would have changed Yiddishkeit forever. Just this one teaching. If we could really absorb it, I say it all the time. If, if I personally, I'm sure all of you have already absorbed it all, but if I could absorb one ounce of it, it would be enough. <clears throat> I'll just interrupt for a second, tell you a mashal. It's quoted in the name of, of, of Rabbi Nachman, but it's brought from other places also. But in Breslov, it's brought from, from, from Rabbi Nachman that there was, a, uh, there was a prince who became very, very, very sick, extremely ill, deathly, deathly ill. And the king was at his wit's end. He didn't know what to do. And he was going from doctor to doctor to doctor to this Fauci and that one and all, all the, the big infection specialists. And nobody could, nobody could come up with anything, what, 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 you know, what they should do. And they tried everything, all the different medications and therapies and holistic stuff and medical. Nothing was working. Finally, there was a person who came to the king and he says, listen, he says, I know the cure, but it's going to be very, very costly. It's going to be very costly. So the king said, what could be so costly about a, a cure? I'm the king. I mean, what do you need? See, he says, well, this cure actually requires you to take all of the stones out of your crown. All these gemstones. Can you imagine how precious these stones to be able to be, you know, chosen, you know, to, 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 uh, to beautify and to decorate the king's crown as the highest, most expensive uh, jewels. To take them, he says, to grind them all up, to mix it with water so that it's a, like a liquid. And we have to take this huge bucket of water mixed with these precious jewels and pour it over the prince's head. So the king says, listen, I'm willing to do anything. You know, despite the fact, again, that the crown is like uh, the most expensive, etc. I'm willing to do anything for my son. But the king said, I don't understand. If all that's needed is for the prince to be able to have one drop of this, why are we wasting all of the other liquid, right, that's being poured onto the floor that you're pouring over his head? Take it in a spoon, put a little bit of the mixture in, take one gem, mix it up, put it in one spoon, and give it to him, and that's it. So the, so the, prince, so, so the, so the doctor said, or the, or the Chacham said, he said, you don't understand. He said, this mixture is extremely bitter, extremely, extremely, extremely bitter. And he says, if we were to try to go ahead and to even force it down his throat, his, his gagging reflex, he would throw it up. It wouldn't be able to settle at all, at all, at all. If he has even one drop of it, his system will reject it immediately. He says, the only way that we can get one drop in is to pour the whole thing over his head and hope that in the shock and in the fright of having a whole bucket be poured over his head, a little will go in without him even understanding it. Said Rabbi Nachman, one word of the Torah is enough to change us a thousand times and to bring us mamish back to our Kodesh Baruch in the deepest way. But the problem is not that it's bitter, but it's so sweet and it's so, it's so impactful and it's so powerful that uh, it's too dangerous, right? And so our system is not able to handle it. So Rabbi Nachman says, so the only goal is, or the only Eitzah is, is to delve ourselves and douse ourselves daily, consistently with a thousand tires from the tzaddikim and 411 lessons in the Kutumran and, uh, and, and thousands of pages in Chabad Svarim and, and the Musr Svarim and Chazals and Agada and Allah. We need a barrel of, 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 of all these droplets of water to be able to pour that over our heads and hope that a little bit will really go in. You know, so listen to this teaching, what he says, an unbelievable thing. We're going we're gonna to go a little bit over time. You know, by, by now I should just uh, retitle the shear as an hour-long shear. Every week I say 45 minutes and it goes an hour anyway. Okay, what can you do? It's hard to say anything of meaning in 45 minutes. I don't understand how people do it. And, uh, and today, you know, with all these little things, it's, it's sweet, you know. We do, I'm guilty of it also with LPI. We put out these little quotes. It's very nice, but people aren't changed from a, from a quote, you know. It's nice, it's inspiration. It, it, it holds you up for one second. But to, be able to, but to be able to really transform a consciousness in such a way of, of learning this stuff in such, a, in such a way that it should become a part of us. And also, you know, in terms of the complexity, memela, it's, it's hard to learn a whole Torah. And this is a short Torah. The Chabad Torahs and Torah Ark take three and a half hours to learn. A real lesson of the Qutumran takes weeks, right? So, uh, you know, but, but this is the kind of Torah that's able to really do to do inner work, a deep surgery. It's different than uh, you know than um, 
a, 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 you know, a small little band-aid or a small or a small little setting of a of a fracture. You know, a, a heart surgery needs needs to take hours. You know. Okay, but I won't hold you for hours. But just but just a little bit more. Let's let's try to finish this teaching together. The siyata deshmaya with Hashem's help. And he says, That the world was created with 10 utterances, with 10 sayings. This is so deep. We're going to do this quickly. This alone we could spend hours on. He says, These 10 utterances with which the world was created are are parallel to the Aseris Hadibras, to the 10 commandments. And it's known via dua, he says, that the entire Torah is wrapped up in the Ten, in the ten Commandments in the Aseris Hadibris. And the Aseris Hadibris are themselves wrapped up into the word Anoichi. And on a deeper level, the word Anoichi is wrapped up into the letter Aleph. Really, the whole entire Torah is wrapped up into the, word, into the letter Aleph of the word Anoichi, of the Aseris Hadibris, of the Torah. Really, because that's what it's all about. The Degel also says, I think the Noam Lamelech said, somebody asked him, what's Chasidus? And the Noam Lamelech said, what's Chasidus? He said, it's Chazaris Hashir on the first shear that was ever given. What was the first shear that was ever given? Anoichi Hashem Alikecha. That we forgot that. We forgot about Anoichi Hashem Alikecha. We knew about Lo Yielecha. We're not idol worshippers. We knew about the rest of the commandments very, very deeply. And to be able to, uh, to, you know, to, to, to clarify every single facet of every single halacha. But the essential Nikuda, from which everything else is supposed to extend, that relationship with Hashem, of Anoichi Hashem Alekechah, is that Anonafshik Sabbath Yehavis, that's what Anoichi stands for, the Gemara and Shabbos, that Hashem wrote down his soul and gave himself to us, that he wants to have a relationship with us. That's all he wants. That's Mamash all he wants. That got forgotten. And that's what Hasidus came back to bring us back to that. To that, uh, to that, to that relationship. To that Chazaras Hashir of Anoichi Hashem Alekechah. So that's, the whole Torah is wrapped up into the word Anoichi, I am. And you can fill in the blank. I am in love with you. I am. What does Hashem Alekecha mean? What does that mean? Alekecha's din. It's all the negative stuff. Hashem is Rachamim. Anoichi is Hashem Alekecha. I am here for you. I am embracing you. Vechule. That's the whole Torah. And all of Halacha is just these little reminders throughout the day that are certainly obligatory. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a choice, right? Certainly obligatory. But they're gifted to us more than they're obligating or commanded upon us. They are gifted to us to help us remind ourselves that every turn, everywhere we go, we remember, ah, anoichi Hashem likecha. Ah, Hashem, Hashem wants so deeply to be in love with us and to have a relationship with us and to give us the, uh, the, uh, the ability to connect with Him in every single area of life. That's what Allah is. Can you imagine if we gave this over to our kids? Can you imagine if we gave this over in our schools to reframe the way that we look at Allah, not as a... You know, Hashem is some sort of, you know, policeman standing there, you know, making sure that you're, you're wearing a mask over your nose, you know, uh, not just one nostril, but two nostrils, and he's standing there waiting to give you a ticket if he sees a little bit. No, that's not what a Kodesh Baruch Hu is. Hashem is our beloved lover. Hashem is, is, the, is the God of Shira Shirim, and that it's all Anoichi Hashem Lekech, it's the relationship, right? So the whole Torah is wrapped up into Anoichi. And therefore, he says, the Maimarishan is who Koyla called a Yud Mamaris. In the same way, if the Saras Hadibris are parallel to the Asar Mamaris of Amnibrishamaim Ba'aret, Memela, we can understand that what? We can, we can understand that if the whole Torah is wrapped up into Anoichi Hashem Lekacha, which is the first Maimar, Memela, the whole creation of the world is wrapped up into the first Maimar with which the world was created, which is Bereshis Barley Kemes Hashemaim Ba'aret. Vihinek. Maimarishan of Bereshis. Kibereshis Nami Maimar. That the word Bereshis, even though it's not a Maimar in the sense of a Yoimer Likim He are, but Chazal tell us that Bereshis is also an, uh, is also a Maimar. It's called Maimar Sasam. That Ibn Achman says in Tar Yubeis and Tanyana, other Tzadikim, Maimar Sasam, that it's a hidden Maimar. It's a secret Maimar. It's connected to the sphere of Keser. Keser is Ayin. We're not able to perceive the manner in which it's a revelation. It seems to us it's, it's concealment, it's hidden, it's wrapped up within a Kodesh Baruch Hu's unknowable self, right? His essence, that impenetrable God that's above and beyond, right? That transcendent Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh. Who But ultimately the whole world is wrapped up into that first Maimer. That that with this Maimer the entire world was created. What does the word Bereshis mean? Says the Targum Yerushalmi That the word Reshis doesn't just mean in the beginning, but it means be racist with racist. What's racist? Chachma. 
Because the Pasik says, Reish's Chachma is Yeres Hashem. Chachma is connected to Reish. So the beginning of, in, in, in a creative process, the first stage is going to be the Chachma. It's going to be the burst of intellect, the brainstorm. There's a level beyond that that's Keser, but without getting into that, that's the will to even create. But the first step of the actual Tachlis creative process where we can begin drawing up a blueprint, which is Bina, is Chachma. It's just, who I have an image. I have, a, I, have a, I have this brainstorm, right, that I want to build a mansion. Okay, Bina is to sit down now and to be Mitzayar, to draw Mitzayar Tziurim, and to make a blueprint of what the house is going to look like. But the first step is Chachma. Reishis is the beginning is the first step. Reishis is Chachma. Sof Masa b'machshaba tchila. The Reishis is Chachma. And so Bereishis means with Chachma Hashem created the world. Bereishis. Shu haschalas ha-tayra. Right? Or, or, yeah. Right? And, and it says in Targum Yerushalmi, b'chuchma sabahayin wadarach kulam b'chachma asisa. And that's what we say, that kulam, everything in the world was b'chachma asisa. It was created where? It was created afterwards in all the steps in the creative process that came after chachma. But kulam b'chachma asisa. Not just, God, you created everything with intelligent design. Of course it means that. But it means that everything that we see in the world is wrapped up into one singular unified mimer of rashis, of chachma, b'chachma asisa, b'rashis Everything is wrapped up into that one unified mimer. You can see where this is going already. That all the multiplicity in this natural world is ultimately kulam. All of the dvarim harbe of this world is bechachma asisa. They were all rooted in that one unified mimer sasam of bereshis baralukim bereshis chachma. And therefore, he says, In this word, Bereshis, the whole Torah is wrapped up into this word, Bereshis, and the whole natural world that's created through the letters of the Torah, and all Jewish souls are all wrapped up as one into this word, Bereshis, in the beginning. says, And therefore, Bereshis is spashtus, kula. From that word, Bereshis, the whole Torah extends. That's the beginning. That's the seed. Tonight is Tu B'Shvat. Hashem in America. Later tonight is Tu B'Shvat. And that's the whole thing of Tu B'Shvat is that the seeds are starting to take root. Is that the sap is starting to go up the tree. Something's beginning. It's the, it's the seminal. That's why we call it the seminal. It's the, it's the earliest. It's the seed from which all of this wonderful creation is going to extend. And this is the time, Tu B'Shvat, to tap into that seed within. To tap into that deepest core identity from which everything else extends. That's the word Bereshis. That's the seed of the Torah and everything else extends from that unified mimer, from that one word. And because the whole Torah and because the whole world, the natural world is rooted within this word Bereshis, within, within this concept of Chachma, you're going to find Chachma in every letter in the Torah because they all come from the word Bereshis, which is Bechuchmasa. And so in every word of the Torah and in every flower and in every, and every you know, laughter of a child and in, and in every bird's you know, wings that are flapping and, and, in, and in every cloud that passes overhead and every single step that we take, it's Bechuchmasa because it's all rooted in Bereshis because all the Asar with which the whole natural world was created are wrapped up into Bereshis and Bereshis is Bechuchmasa. So there's Chachma everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. That's why the Torah begins with the letter Bez, and it ends with Lamed. Lamed Bez is Lev, but it also represents the 32 paths of Chachma that the Zarakadish tells us there are Lamed Bez Nesivas Chachma. Some of us might be familiar from the Piyot of Bar Yochai, we say Lamed Bez Nesivas Chachma. That they're all wrapped up into this unified light of, of Chachma. And this is Pshat that we say every Friday night in Eshes Chayel Piha, a reference to the Torah, Pascha Bechachma. That Pia, the Torah, begins and opens her mouth, so to speak, with Chachma. That it's all rooted in Bereshis, which is Bechachma. So, Be'emes, Be'teva Zulevado Yisagi. Listen to this, what he says. Mamish, amazing. I'm going to try to finish in the, in, the, in the next couple of minutes. In truth, it would have been enough to just have this word in a Torah scroll, and it would have contained everything that we need to know. Just this word Bereshis. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have created the whole world with the word Bereshis. Just the word Bereshis. Without any ishtalshalus into further mamaris and into 613 mitzvahs and into thousands if not millions of halachas. Could have just been the, the seed itself because it contains, it's the DNA. It contains everything. Kibay nichla kalat harakula. 
Right? Or, or I went back. Right, right. No, and then, the whole world could have just been created with the word voracious. That's it. Chazal tell us this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have created the world just with Maimar Echad. El of a Torah's chesed, Allah Shoyna, what do Chazal say? Why did Hashem create the world with ten Mamaris and not just one? Because the Torah's Torah's chesed, Hainu Mashiach Lashen B'Torah Shemispashetes Lahar B'Diburim Humi Chazdi Yisbarach. That the Torah's chesed alishoyna, this that the Torah has a lashon, which means that it continues to speak, which means that it proceeds past the letter base of the word beresis or the aleph of the word anoichi, and it enumerates further diburim, lashon, is Torah's chesed alishoyna, that it's all chesed. What's the chesed? To leave that world of the unified element of Echad, Yachin, Umiyuchad, Abayyama, Hu Yashan, Echad, Ushmai, Echad, and come down into the world of Goyrel, into the world of Teva, into the world of multiplicity and Dvarim Harbe, is Kamaisha Kasav, because the Mishnah continues, Litin Sachar Toyl Tzadik. To give tremendous reward to the tzaddikim that they didn't just mikayim the maimar echa but all the mamars and they didn't just keep the Torah that was anoichi hashem and the kecha but they kept all the aseris had dibras the same thing but now we can understand so much deeper and with this we'll finish what a privilege to be able to learn this with you thank you so much each and every one of you for joining it means so much to me and it's only because you're here that we're able to learn in such depth and with such clarity from each and every one of us listen to this. You know what it means? It means that a Kaddish Baruch who wanted to give the Tzadikim the opportunity to demonstrate that even in the world of Dvarim Harbe, everything is rooted in, in, in the Echad Yachad Yuchad. That there's a certain element of godliness and there's a certain revelation that comes about, not despite, but specifically because of the Dvarim Harbe. And then when we're able to be Makar, the MS, even in the Dvarim Harbe, to be able to realize that even in this illusion of multiplicity and disparity, we're able to realize that everything at the Shorish and the letter of Litzarif Osios and the letter of the spiritual elements and core and root of everything is Echad Yachad and Yuchad. That's the biggest, biggest, most beautiful ticket in the world. That's the deepest expression and revelation of godliness that there ever could be. And that's the whole purpose, specifically in the Ramchal, but certainly in the Arizal, of the entirety of creation. And the Shtalshalus of Ra is only so that in the end, it too can be revealed as having been Me'omik Hatov. That kol ma da'avid rachmana, any question, kol ma, any question that we have that we don't understand why there's evil in the world, kol ma is letav of it. That ultimately is rooted in Kaddish Baruch Hu's goodness. And that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world, not just with one maimer, but with all the mamarim. Because through that, basara mamarish, abahem nivru shemayim ba'aretz, through that, the tzaddikim are able to demonstrate that even in all the other mamaris, and even in all the other dibris, it's all rooted in anoichi Hashem lekecha, it's all rooted in barashis barlakim, kulam achachma is barira, says the Zara Kaddish that everything is clarified, everything is understood as being rooted in the deepest, deepest, deepest shurish of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's oneness in the realm of Chachma. There's nothing that goes out of this element of Chachma. Nothing. Nothing. Out of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's intellect, out of that all-encompassing and, and, and unifying element of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's master plan, right? With e- which everything, including Ra, it's all part and parcel of. And that's what the Tzaddik's job is. In an unbelievable, unbelievable way. To lift them up to their source of the Makairam, to their source in oneness. And through this, they sweeten all of the judgments by bringing it to its source to realize that Anoichi is Hashem Elekech, Hashma Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, but Hashem Echad, that all of the Elokeinu, which is Gematria Elokim, is Gematria Hateva, all of nat- nature, all of this element of, 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 of uh, multiplicity and disparity, it's ultimately Yudke Vavke, it's ultimately Rachamim, it's ultimately 
it's ultimately chesed, it's ultimately echad, it's achdos, and we're able to sweeten anything that's going on in our lives, all the aridas and all the yish, the tzaddik comes and screams to the world for all generations till Mashiach comes, to give us the tools to be able to handle every single area of life, to realize that this too is rooted in the realm of oneness, of rooted in the, in the realm of baruch ha-toiva ametiv, that das of Mashiach. That source in Hashem's goodness and oneness, which is the essence of life. And this will finish. This is what the Pasuk tells us. That for you, Yarishmi, you tzaddikim that are fearing my name, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I will shine for you, Shemesh, the light of the sun, which will be tzedaka, which will give you uh, like a righteous sun, an umarpe, it'll heal you. Shemesh, what does it mean? Shemesh, Shemesh. This sun is a reference to the Torah. That the gematria of Shemesh, which is, 340, which is 640 rather, is the gematria of the 613 mitzvahs plus the 27 letters, is Shemesh. And that's a reference to the Torah. But the chilu rechimu, that you who are engaged with the Torah in a way of chesed and gvura, of das, of balance, of ava and yira, and that one doesn't need to negate the other but that they exist in tandem. It's two wings of the bird that, it, that, that only together bring us to, to the place of being able to rise up to the sky and to the heavens above. When you find me in the Torah and when you engage in the Torah in such a way that doesn't obscure the Anoichi Hashem Alekecha but on the contrary reveals that Hashem is in love with us and that the whole Tachlis is to come into a relationship with Him which is what the Tzaddikim Yimin Chapshuta the Kabbal Shavim came to the world to do. So then the, then the Torah will become for you a, a, a tzedakah, this ability to do chesed with others, to bring others back, and marpe will become this element of healing, to take all the lowliness and all the brokenness and all the illness and all the sickness and all the, and all the despair in the world and marpe to cleanse the We'll sweeten all the judgments. V'zeo Sharim is kind of pasuk, and this will finish. This is what the pasuk is telling us. Vayava Yumarasa that they came to this place of marasa where things were bitter. and they weren't able to drink the water. What does it mean they weren't able to drink the water? What does it mean that the Torah itself was bitter in the sense that it was disconnected from the Anoichi Hashem Alikecha? And they didn't know what to do. And that they weren't able to connect to the Torah in such a way of Shema Yisrael Havaya Likeinu Havaya Echa to realize that the Torah is trying to gift us with this consciousness to realize that everything in life, both the good things and the bad things and the ups and the downs, but the Torah itself became bitter because it was lacking that aspect of of oneness, of unity, of kulam chachma is berira. What did Hakadosh Baruch Hu tell him to do? Hashem gave him an eitza. And what was the eitz of Hashem? Hashem eats. Hashem eats. That Hashem is the eitz. Learn Torah lishma. She Hashem baruchu b'toycha Torah. Find the anoichi Hashem lekecha in the Torah. Find the Barashis, which is the unified source of the world within the multiplicity of this worldliness. She eats achayim ba'az va'yimtuku amayim. And then all of the bitter waters, all of the multiplicity of this world that's connected to the pasuk kimayim rabim lo yichlu lechabes esahava. Mayim is always rabim. Mayim itself is Lashon Rabim, right? Rabim, the pluralistic element of this worldliness, which is Mayim, which is bitter, is going to be able to be purified. If we're going to have a Yeru, what's the eight of Hashem? Hashem eight. Find HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Torah. Find Hashem. Find the Anoichi Hashem Alekecha within the Torah. Find the Bereshis Bechuchmasa, that element within which everything in the world is rooted in Hashem's oneness. Find the spirituality and the source of the world that only comes through the Tzaddik, and then everything is sweet. And Kibizem, maybe Zechus, Obi and that's why the puzzle continues because that's the way that we're going to heal the world is with Ani Hashem is to realize that everything in Yiddishkeit is a means toward an ultimate end which is a relationship and that's what the tzaddikim are gifting us with this das of balance but that it comes through the tzaddik which is those that learn they make it clean 
all these psukim that we learned, the deepest depth of, of, of to be able to hold on. To be able to open our hearts to this gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, to the Yemin HaShem Pshuta Lekabal Shavim, to realize what is the Yemin HaShem, what is the Chesed, that the Chesed is the Tzadikim that HaShem gave us, that they're gifting us this Das to Kedusha, this Das, which is Chasadim and Gevuris mixed together, Ava and Yira, Dechilu, Dechimu, balanced for every area of life, to be able to gift us with those eyes, to be Zoich in the Dvarim Harbe, so that no matter what we go through in life, and no matter what age, and whatever stage, and what background, and where we're living physically, and what's going on in life, and the day-to-day mundanity of living, we're able to realize and, 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 and into it, and to be able to identify the element within which everything is wherein everything is to find throughout all of the halachos to find Hashem's presence to find Him there begging us and giving us the ability and the opportunity to relate to Him to be to be able to go on like we spoke recently to go on dates first date date one date two date three and to deepen that relationship further and further there's nothing more exciting or beautiful and to be able to see all of nature as being wrapped up in beracious baralukim to, uh, to lift this whole world up to its source in in, uh, in Kedusha and in HaGadosh Baruch Hu himself. So with this we'll end, we're already five minutes over time, but I really think that this is such a foundational and fundamental piece, each piece that we learn. We try to pick those pieces that are mamish all-encompassing, that we should always not just say a little tyra here and a little vart there, how this pasuk fits with that pasuk and how this makes sense and it's nice and it's sweet. We want to focus on the, 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 the essence. That's one of the, the, uh, the, the, the values of, of LPI is essentiality. Is that We want to say tyras that are cutting to the core of our Yiddishkeit that treat and bolster and fortify the essence of our faith so that we can gift ourselves with these tools, with these kalim, the fork and the knife, and then engage with Torah to be able to give it over to our children and our grandchildren, Ezer Hashem, the anonymous sponsor of this year also in the schuss that he should be able to see Doris, Yisharim, Umuvarachim, Ezer Hashem, and we have a few sponsors, Ezer Hashem, all of them should be zochet to the Dvarim Harbe, Beruchnius Uvegashmius, to be able to sweeten and find Hashem in every area of life. Thank you so, so much for joining me and uh, we can only do this ever with you joining us and with, with the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and so I will let you go wishing you the most beautiful wonderful sweet and holy Shabbos and uh, Be'ezer Hashem we have tonight an event that we're partnering with two other organizations Atu B'Shvat Abem Be'ezer Hashem so uh, you can find the information on our status the link to join is totally free Joey Newcomb and, and, and Yassi Katz and Jonathan Rietti. Uh very very special event Besiyat Rishmaya okay Chavra thank you so so much what a privilege to be able to learn this with you and uh, wishing you the most beautiful Shabbos thank you, thank you. Call to the camera.